Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace. I believe that the next 30, 40 minutes, we will shift in our minds. Amen. Amen. The Lord will bring us to a new place in our experience, in our relationships, and ultimately our marriages. Amen. Amen. So I'm a proud husband of one wife. Let's keep it believable. One. It's one wife God gives a man. It's foolishness to add another helping. Foolishness slash greed slash not trying. Because one woman is a ministry. It is a life. Don't worry. I'm coming to men. Don't think I'm, I'm not picking any sides. Like, women, women, you know, you know, I love, I love, I'm a protector of the women's PC. So I'm not, uh, you know, it's one woman God gives a man. And I tell people, if you drop the ball on one, what's your hope? Then for the women, it's one man God gave you. It's one, not one, an assistant Holy Ghost. How many of you know what I'm talking about? There's one you're dating. Mm? Then there are just other potentials that you just keep around. Paradventure. You know, just be. No, just you won't. You just be telling him to be coming around. You know, just just because. I mean, you want to use every available resource. Glory to Jesus. Every resource you have available. But I've come to tell you that God will judge. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. <laughs> right. So let's get into it. Marriage essentials. So we're going to be talking. I'm not going to do any chapter or verse. Right. Don't worry. It's still scriptural. Glory to God. It's still scripture. So we're going to just be taking five aspects of this thing. So I was talking about my wife and my kid. My, my kids. My wife is the hottest woman on the planet. Yes. Officially the hottest. Officially. There's no, I'm unapologetically unsorry about it. And then I tell people before I get into any relationship talk that I am officially a woman rapper for my wife. Jump how high. Run, how fast? Sit, how long? I am not, I, I'm not sorry about it. My wife is my heartbeat. You know? My wife is my, you know why? Because when I'm a king to her, she automatically goes into the role of being a queen. She's gracious. She knows how to handle all the issues in my life. Oh, trust me, there are many. <laughs> <laughs> all the issues. She's gracious. She knows that because of how I am, I know all kinds of strange cocktails of human beings. You know, but in all of this, she's just gracious. You know, with the tattoos, with the green hair, she still, she just loves everyone. One incident, testimony time. One incident, there was some person that was um, trying herself. All right, I, a few times I came to Abuja in the past before I met you wonderful people, you know. And I started getting text messages and funny pictures, you know, just in case you think pastors too don't get it. They get it a lot, you know. So I showed my better half. Oh, we, oh, we talk about everything. I'm not, we'll get into that. So I gave her the phone and she was chatting with this young lady. I thought it was me, you know. So one day she now says, ah, what if your wife gets to know? I said, which? 
Guess to know about what? What is hidden? On Saturday, she was the one talking to you. Listen, point number one. When you code is when you enter trouble. Is <laughs> when you start coding. When they come in, you keep phone and be stretching. You know there's no stretch. Nothing was stretching you. As you just come in. <clears throat> cough. That was, there was no cough. <clears throat> is it the air? Shut up. You were playing with your phone. It's your phone. Uh, should I go on? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's important for us to understand that marriage does not disqualify you from assault. Mm. Mm. That's deep. Then we can do church on that. Some people think because they are married, it means that nobody will see them again. That's when you become obvious, don't you know? Some people, some people that their life's mission is to meet a married man. They say he's married. He knows how he's done. He will love well. He's a, he's, a, he's a giver of love. He's a responsible man already. And then they want to come and make him irresponsible. Is that, is that not wickedness? <laughs> so he's responsible. I, lo- I just love the way he smells. I love the way he's patient with me. Please leave him. He's taken. Have mercy. In one other incident, um, he got very critical. And... Um, messages, messages, messages. So one day, myself and my wife, I talked, so I just gave her the phone. Her hostel bond. I think something happened in our hostel. So my wife calls and says, oh, sorry, we hear your hostel had some issues, blah, 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 blah. You know, we just said, oh, we're going to support him, whatever. We can. Hello, who is this? This is his wife. No, no, no. So, so your account details. Huh, huh, madam. Huh, huh. <laughs> and my wife sends some money to her. No, then eventually they see, and my wife is having a conversation with her. I say, listen, don't love a man that does not love you back. Oh. She didn't mention my name. Oh. <laughs> she just said, babes, don't love a man that's not loving you back. It's toxic. You will kill yourself. You'll be heartbroken and nothing will come out of it. Nothing. Only suffering, pain, and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> oh. I'm coming. Uh. <laughs> and the gift of common sense returned to the young lady. Glory to God. Common sense came back. Common sense came back. <sighs> she woke up. I said, thank you. Now they talk more than they talk more than we talk. So we have turned what the devil turned planned for evil. God has turned it for good. Because our thinking is we are too mono, we are too, we are too mono oriented. So we don't even know that all things are working together. There's some people God put in your life to be daughters. You are turning them to wives. That one, let me just, I'm trying. Let's just stay focused. Point one, marriage is a sprint. Marriage is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Write it down. So the way you exercise for a sprint is different for the way you prepare yourself for a marathon. For sprints, you do, endure, you do um, just basic cardio, get your calves going. You want to just keep going for like 10, 20 seconds, 40 seconds, 60 seconds max, 400 meters. But for marathon, you are doing endurance. You are teaching yourself how to breathe. 
You are teaching yourself how to stay. You are teaching yourself patience. You are teaching yourself dating. You guys can quarrel and go. So I'll see you next week. Drive off. Marriage. After you finish all that drama, he has to enter the room to come and change and to sleep. So he will just come in and everybody's carrying face. <laughs> so he comes in because now there's no space. Dating is different. See, dating is not marriage. Please don't mix it up. It is not. You say it's the same. It is not the same thing. There's there's no there's no semblance. Dating doesn't smell or look like marriage. The game is different. You used to know where you used to throw your shoe when you get home. Try it now you're married. My wife is finicky, so she arranges shoes in size and color. So I get in. There are a lot of things that, that God has just done for me that just makes me an authority on the subject. <laughs> My wife makes a bar. I call it designers. It's, it's like a square, like a rectangle. Then they are check. Where is Namdi? Namdi has ministered that thing before. It's rectangle. Every meal. I can't explain it. Every rectangle. Then there's check on top. So you're wondering, where do you begin? To, this is Eba. This is Eba. So where do you start this glorious walk? <laughs> so she arranges things. You know, so I come in. And me, I'm very organized. Glory to Jesus. Shame to bad people. I'm very organized. I'm very, you know, and, and then before you'd have come in and flung your shoe. Now my wife is gracious, so she knows how to do it. She doesn't say, why are you throwing your shoe there now? So she's looking at me and she's walking to the shoe. Ah, uh, my wife is not like that. Next, can I do it again? <laughs> and then I get it. Because some of us think that confrontation brings out anything. Say, so this is when your mates are coming back. You think you will get an answer? You have drawn a battle line. You didn't welcome him. You know, men are warriors. When they go out, life happens to them. Especially if you now have a boss that is a female, that is one young Harvard somebody. You bring one paper like that and you say, is this what we're paying you for? Oh, wow, this company. Okay, well, we'll endure you until we're able to replace you. So he's dealing with all of that. Then he gets home, he's running home to his queen. You know, he wants somebody to just stroke his ego again and just say, you are a man, don't worry. Then he gets home. And if someone is watching TV and he's saying, this is when your mates are coming back, Abby. <laughs> so, he, <laughs> so he enters the house. Please, your food is in the microwave. Go and eat. And, and, then, he's, and then he's wondering, so where is, my, where, where is my city of refuge? You know, I've gone into the battlefield. They shot me point blank in the face. I come back home. It's pump action. (laughs) (laughs) Marriage is not a sprint. 
It's a marathon. It means that it's not at the beginning you use all your energy. Ah, that's heavy. It's not at the beginning you use all your energy. You conserve your energy because there are many, many evil days that will come. Many evil. Please note that the evil day in scripture is not a day of bad things. It's the day everything you've declared will be put to test. You know, so, so when he says the evil day shall surely come, what he's saying is you're saying I'm blessed. I'm blessed. A day will come where life will happen to see whether in the face of adversity you will say I'm blessed. That's what they're saying. So when I say the evil day, I'm not, it doesn't mean that tough times, I mean, I can for free tell you that in nine years of marriage, we've never quarreled once. You know why? I have enough common sense to know when to say sorry. So we don't have to quote. That's why I said at the beginning, let's get out of the way. I am officially a woman rapper for my wife. So if she carries face, hey, I go into full Romeo mode. Full. <laughs> full. I'm not apologetic about I'm rubbing hair. I'm fooling around in the kitchen. I'm sitting at the tower when she's cooking. And they should not be making jokes. Sex man of liberty. I say, leave it for me. Oh. Till I see a smile on your face. It's a set man of, I say, my sister, you are the set woman beside the set man. <laughs> my wife yaps me. She says, okay. Mar- see, marriage is not a sprint. You would, you, would take, you would take time to understand how these things work. You marry a man that is happy, that is Fanta. Share the phone. <laughs> he's hugging, he's greeting, he's a hugger. You know, there are some people that think that God's gift to women. You know, so when they enter an office, so in their heads, in their heads, they are God's gift to women in their head. But to women, they say, What is wrong with this boy? But he doesn't know that because they don't tell him that. Unfortunately, these brethren, these children we have here, they enjoy a lot of our nonsense. He enters the office and he says, hey, my girlfriend, hey, my babe, hey, I know they're just looking at him. So in your mind now, you are hot in your mind. Then you now marry that kind of person. You think you don't need patience. The Lord has to help you. You know why? He will get into your home and he will run, he will just be everywhere. I shared this before. My wife is very huggy and her family, I'm not. My father used to call me Mr. Jogo. I used to call him Mr. Jogo. We used to shake hands. That's how we grew up. My dad used to, enter, my dad used to knock to enter our room. He used to knock and then I would come out. Even if he's hearing female laughter, he would never, my dad never entered my room, ever. He would just say, who is that? I said, nothing. So I believe you. I said, okay. <laughs> Then my wife, on the other hand, they all hug. Everything. They just hug, hug. And there are five ladies. Five. And they are all blessed children of God. <laughs> so when I go to that house, I'm hugging. Every, just hug everywhere. Just hugging. <laughs> my father-in-law is, is also a hugger. So, oh. so I needed to learn patience. Because I thought it was weak to be doing that. Can't you just be hugged? What's wrong with you people? Souls are perishing. We are hugging. What's wrong with you? <laughs> then I realized that there was something 
electrifyingly relaxing about a hug. You know, there's, there's just something healing. Glory to Jesus. When you get a good hug at the right... See, when the Bible says Solomon was wise, wisdom is knowing what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and to whom to say it to. So, so what made Solomon wise wasn't that he had created new words. He knew exactly how to use old words. So Solomon would say, how are you? And that person would never recover from him for the rest of his life. Because he knew when to say it, how to say it, when to say it, and to whom to say it to. That's what made him wise. He was skilled at the art of human relations. He knew all 1,000 women by their pet names. Never misplaced any. I've read it in history books now. 1,000 women. You've never called Kiki Kaka. Never. There's something, there's a grace. Or you now marry, or you now marry one lady that is just happy. You know those ladies are just everybody's their boyfriend, and it's, and they don't mean it. They're just playful, sassy sallies. So they hug everybody, sit on everybody, take selfie with everybody. You would die of heart attack now. You know you're playing with her phone. You would die. You will die. <laughs> and if both of you don't understand this quickly, you went out serious trouble over nothing. True story. A guy and his wife, they had been together for like about nine, ten years and they not had a child. And she gets pregnant, but she wanted to surprise him. And then her younger cousin was her gynae who just moved into town. So one day he's coming back from work, the husband coming from work, and sees the wife laughing so hard with one young well-built guy, you know. So he doesn't stop. He drives by, greets who? Nonsense. Who's making my wife laugh so hard? She had not laughed like that in a long time because they didn't have a baby. At another time again, he's, he's turning into the street and she sees her laughing and hitting this hunk. <laughs> he drove by. He said, what is going on? And then one day the phone, he's in the house and the phone rings. And then he thinks he's a, I think, you know those people that have long SMS tones. So he wants to go give her the phone and then he picks it and the person says, hello there, is he at home? I'm coming now. And then he goes to the kitchen and says, your, your everything in the dark has come out. That today, the Lord has caught you. And was trying to drag her and she was resisting and she fell, she hits her head. She's at the edge of the door and then, on, and then she's hospitalized. She's rushed to the hospital. And then she's critical and then she dies. And then the doctor comes and says, it's not only one person you killed, that she was pregnant. And then the guy comes in and he says, that's the useless boy. He says, you don't know this boy. He's her cousin that moved into town and, she's his, and she felt more comfortable with her cousin being her gynae. So they were planning the best time to tell him. And he completely misinterpreted everything. Now he's going to prison for killing his wife and his child. So while we laugh and have a good time learning this, you have to understand that there's something powerful going on here. That once you, once you have a, an issue trusting her, don't go ahead and marry her. Once you have an issue trusting him 
Don't go ahead and mind. Don't, don't, don't put him under pressure to perform more for the rest of his life. Don't put her under pressure to perform for the rest of her life. If you don't trust me, let me be. You know, I'll have to keep putting up appearances for you for the rest of that relationship. Everybody have to explain. Someone answers, hello, babes. This is my, this is my cousin that I told you. <laughs> because once, you don't, once you've not matured enough to understand that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, your mind will not be able to process certain things. Most of us are subconsciously territorial. We don't know we are. You know, but it's when we teach like this that your eyes, your eyes open. You know, you see light bulb experience in people. Say so it's true. He's talking about me right there. Some people are 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 territorial. They are principalities. You say, um, what if he doesn't come? He dares not come. He's not there. She's talking to her girlfriend. He said, but he's running later. No, what if he doesn't come? He dares not come. He knows me now. Babe, sit down. He's coming. Don't worry. I've told him to come. If he likes, he shouldn't come. That's, that's, a, that's a principality. <laughs> Powers in high places. All right? So the way you exercise for a sprint is different from the way you exercise. You don't treat... You're married like a dating relationship. The mindset for both are actually quite different. The mindset you have. During, during relationships, you are, you are allowed to fantasize. You're allowed to fantasize. But you see, when you finish fantasizing, when you marry, <laughs> when you marry... Admission is wedding. Staying in school is marriage. That's why admission, convocation is usually very loud and beautiful and colorful. You are wearing gowns, you are wearing this thing, you are playing around. That's because it's the first day you are coming now. You've not met any lecturer. Just wait. When you now enter school and then you now have to deal with sharing him and the rest of the world. That's one of the hardest things People deal with, especially the wife and the mother-in-law. They have, they both have legitimate rights to him. He's my son, but Mama is my, is my son. Hear me, he's my son. <laughs> if he's connected to his sister, he says my brother. If he's connected closer to his elder brother, he's my, he's my brother. Then you have to deal with all of that. So if you don't understand that, you must allow time. You must allow time walk. Amen. Did I bless you? Number two, nobody is perfect, so stop looking for a perfect spouse. Nobody is perfect. Please just stop. Tall, dark, handsome, rich, Eldorado, um, Rodriguez. Almost every series has a Rodriguez. He has long Michael Bolton kind of hair, no shirt, jeans, Sancho's boots. He carries a bowl with water and then the water cascades down his masculine frame. Can you wake up? That sometimes it might not, you might not be met with a cis park. You might be met with one amusement park. Boom! Boom! 
one amusement park. What are you going to do then? Are you going to love him or hate him? What's wrong with you? Wake up. Smell the coffee. <laughs> God will help him. God will help her. Says she's out of shape. My brother, you married her. She's out of shape. Then do something about it now. Why not play? I hate him. Don't you think it was, don't you know it was you that caused it? Say she's out of shape. Oh, I'm not in the mood. Yeah, you'll be in the mood though. You have to enter that mood. <laughs> Nobody is perfect. Stop looking for an angel. Stop. Just stop it already. People will make mistakes. So. God understands grace more than married people. Sometimes when, when we get into that state in our heads, we expect perfection from people. Says my husband, he must be perfect. I have to present him blemish to the, I mean, to the to the council of sisters. I have to pre, I have to without blemish. I have to present a man. So he's a boy right now. That's why he wooed you. He's a boy. I came late. I'm sorry. I came late. You see, you like to just, you just like to just. Please don't say sorry again if you won't mean it. But I said, don't tell me sorry. Is it sorry? That, please, please keep your sorry. Okay, so what should I say? Then when he doesn't now say the sorry. Oh, so you don't, so you don't feel the need to say sorry. So you don't feel the need to apologize for what just happened now. It's okay. Is this, is this how we're going to be dealing with it? Is this how we're going to be dealing with it then? Perfection isn't a physical quality. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it, you can't be perfect as a human being. You weren't designed for, perfection is not the absence of mistakes. That one is another theology for another day. <laughs> being human is, an already, is, is being in an already flawed state. For the fact that you're not marrying a spirit, you're marrying a man or a woman, means he's already in a flawed state. Only in God is a man perfect. Only in God is a woman perfect. Not in himself as a man. So if you expect perfection from it, you'll be heartbroken constantly. You know the most painful part of emotional stress is when the person that is causing it is a loved one. When the person doesn't know you, you can forget about it. You know, so you come in and or he comes in and he doesn't notice you crying. He, he really sincerely did not notice. You know, she so just walks in, changes the channel, you know, flings his jacket, laughing and going to the room. You know, and then he's fooling around the room. Then you come into the room and stand at the door. He doesn't even see you yet. So you are just there, waiting for him to turn. Then he turned. Hey, babes, what's up? Babes. That's all you have to say. And the, and the mere mortal is asking himself, what am I supposed to say in this condition, in this state? Okay, hey wife. Oh, you just even made it worse. Please, if you have nothing to say, please just shut your mouth. And then he's incomplete. See, forget, you see all these things there. Eh? A man is a boy that is just big. Ah, that one is heavy, oh. But I'm on, we are still together, don't worry. Eh? That toy is just changed from toy cars to re-cars. From toy house to re-house. 
But we are pretty much the same people, though. So if you don't deal with this thing in your mind, you'll put yourself in trouble. Nobody's perfect. And then people look out for imperfect. It's subconscious human nature. We don't look out for perfection. We are constantly looking out for imperfections in people. So you say that boy that has bow leg. Why couldn't you say that boy that is intelligent? Why was he bow leg? You remember? Ah, that boy that his scale leg is not his thick. <laughs> people look for imperfections everywhere. One day, one guy called me. My wife actually went out with some of her friends. Please note that you had each of you had friends before you married. So don't don't now turn to don't now turn to FBI. <laughs> My wife went out, one of her friends went to pick her in school because she didn't like at the time. So they went to watch a movie or something. And she told me, the guy's name was Femi, the guy's name is Femi. I was going to pick her and her friend to watch a movie because it was going to be late at night. And Femi was available chauffeur for the night, so he did it. I was busy. So some guy calls me with a need to give me information about my wife. <laughs> with a very passionate, so he's greeting her, man of God, how are you, blah, blah, blah. How is madam now? I said, she's fine now. You know, so what's going on now? How is she? I said, she's fine now. She went to watch a movie with her friends. So, there's one family guy that's going to pick them and drop them off. You know, anything. No, I just, um, <laughs> I just said, let me call and, um, apparently, he, so he called to give me information that would discredit my wife. You know, I'm not saying anything, no. I'm just saying I saw someone that looked like him. It might not be him, but the person was tall, you know. The person was wearing glasses, you know. It's, it might not be him, oh, so please don't get yourself worried, you know. But this one you just said is not at home. I just thought to just call you, you know. So it's not him, but I'm just saying. And then you set, and then you, and then you sow a seed, a seed of discord. No woman is perfect. Have you seen the diagram of a, a man's path to a deodorant in a supermarket and a woman's path to the same deodorant? A man's path is door, aisle, cosmetic aisle, deodorant, door, out. A woman's path is upstairs, downstairs, go to the bar, go around, come back, go around, go around, deodorant, then check 60 other things, then you go out. <laughs> if you have not understood this by now, you will just die of heartache. Don't you know shopping is a feminine sport? <laughs> you don't know. They, they, they know where they will buy. If a man already knows that this guy sells it, when he needs it, he just calls the guy. Guy, please bring a new this thing. Why are you going to now go and ask, okay, how much is your own? 49. Okay, how much is your own? 38. Okay, let me ask again. How much is your own? 43. Let me do average. Let me, three, let me find it. What are you doing? Okay, I'll buy one from you. i buy one from you. i buy one from you. It's a skill. It's a feminine sport. So if you're waiting for a perfect person, if you're waiting for a perfect man, you would, you know, he might be good in everything. There maybe it's just his ability to appreciate food. He's a man of God. He's separated unto righteousness. So sometimes you're not seeing anything. You say he doesn't want to eat. Then you not enter the parlor and catch me eating granite. What's wrong with you now? Are, are you a peasant? What's all this? But you said you didn't want to eat when I came in. Is that not what you just said? So why are you not eating granite? Why are you touching banana? Can you leave this? Are you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll be done. That's number two. 
Is it making sense? <laughs> Number three. A spouse doesn't compete. Rather, he or she completes. A spouse doesn't compete. Rather, he or she completes. You are not in competition with your wife or your husband. You can't, you can't think of going into competition. There's nothing to prove. Both of you are going to be on the same team eventually. You're not married yet. Why are you competing? One young girl came and said, if they can't stand my success, let them be moving forward. So every time they discuss, it's a success she discusses. So when they come and sit down and have dinner, um, she will not order for the most expensive thing on the menu because she wants to prove to him she has money. So she will order for that very expensive thing. Say, please, if you can't pay, don't worry, it's fine. I got this. I got, you know. Then the following day, when he doesn't call, we say, ah, they can't stand my success. My sister, they can't stand you. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? You have, become a, you have become a vile spirit. You don't know it. You are spreading your vile all over the earth. <laughs> you don't compete with your spouse. It's not a competition. Submission for a woman or submission in life is a response to good leadership. A lack of submission means that most likely there's bad governance. That one is, is not, I'm not totally on you people's side though, but that's what it is. That if your government is tight, people will rejoice. Now by people I mean the one person God gave you. <laughs> but you can't, you, you're not in competition, you're not supposed to prove anything to your wife. You know, you need to show her that you love. See, a phone does not mean I love you. A phone means I have money to show you that I have. That's all. He took you to a movie. Ah, he's in the head over heels over me. You don't even know how many people you are taking to a movie. You think, you think he's movie. Movie. He knows all my brother. You know how many girls' brothers' names he knows? How do, how do we become so shallow? I'm going to this silly competition. You say, my boyfriend called all my sisters. You don't know that he did that for the last six girlfriends. It's the way he is. He was brought up to love family. <laughs> In your mind, you think he's a strong point. You know, after he hangs up, he's calling the other three potentials. They are brothers and greeting all of them. <laughs> Competition. I love all my sisters. No, he hates his own because people are in competition now. So I call my mom every week. So, so how does calling your mother every week affect the price of plantain in Moscow? What does it do? But you need to put it in his face that, you know, I love my family. No, he hates his family. You don't know he hates his family. That's why he goes back to them after he leaves you. <laughs> because you are competing. So I have, I'm walking in this one. I'm walking. And then you say, the man wants to slow down my destiny. He doesn't want me to walk. He's not supporting my vision. Because you think you're competing with your husband. I've seen men who resign to join their wives. Tantalizers. There's a way the team will make money. The husband will be looking at his salary. He said, look, let's be serious. Oh. <laughs> he said, look, oh, let's not mix these things up. Oh. There's something is going on. There's something here. Oh. Honey, rule the world. I manage you. Move. move. <laughs> what are you talking about? How can you say competition? Competition with who? Your wife. My sister, she has a million. We'll share it. She has a billion dollars. Say, honey, we're in this thing together. 
you can't, how can you have a billion then? It means me to have a billion. It means I can tell anybody that cares to listen that I'm a billionaire. Because my wife is one. Do, sometimes, you know this women liberation thing, eh? There's no time. Now I'm wondering what exactly they are fighting for. Do they want to be men? Think about it all. But before you jump into it, just think about it. What do they want? Equality. What does that mean? Do you want to stand and we? What does it mean? Think about in the pure sense of the word, what does it mean? You have a right to be anything you want to be. If God gives you a man that believes in you, you will become anything you were born to be. So what exactly is this? What is, what is this? Is there a fight? Is there a war going on? With who? Say they can't stand my success. That's why you're alone. You don't even know he's saying much more than the car you're driving. No man can stand me. Well, I'm a go-getter. No. The other sisters are not go-getters. The one that is married with children is not a go-getter. Her job is just to exist. That's why good men were coming and were marrying her. <laughs> you, now we've seen you, now clap for yourself. Go-getter. Your partner is not the enemy. How dare you sit with your boyfriends and talk about the girl, lady you want to marry? Something is wrong with your head. How can you be sitting down with your... Say, that girl is not serious. So she doesn't respect the person you want to marry. When you marry her, how would they respect her? They will marry and they will not join... Say, when you come, they say, ah, our wife, come here, Joe. Because that is what you have shown them since... Let's balance it, just in case. The ladies do not say that boy. He's not trying. No, I don't even know. What do we do to him? He doesn't come on dates. You now gather the council, the Sahindri. <laughs> Get all our girlfriends to now have a carcass. Say, see this boy. No, see, you have to deal with him well. Oh. Next time he comes late, this, do this, do this, do this, do this. So she, he thinks he's dating only you. He doesn't know he's dating you and your clan. Legion, for we are many. So when he comes to see you, they are all in their rooms, pretending as if they are walking. But they are watching whether you will do exactly what all of you have discussed. So you leave him. So let's see without you. The man is looking away. The person you want to marry, you call your brother and say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on with this. your brother. And then you are expecting him to respect her when they marry. My wife cannot do anything wrong. It's not possible. It's not physically possible. In front of my family, like, like, I'd rather die that my family to have an interpretation of that my wife is a bad person. Never. For what? If I'm not around, what would they do to her? Don't you know it's your job to protect her? You're the knight in shiny armor. You don't know. Bring out the sword. Literally, you're the knight. You block all the advances of the enemy. One day my mom said, your wife has never come to see me by herself. She's always coming with you. I said, because we're always together. Because she wanted me to say, I stroll. That's true. I have to plan it. She has to come and see. So that you will not do jam for her. Come here. We are now alone. Sit down. <laughs> you now use her. You now use her to have muzzle. When, when she now goes, you call all your sisters. <laughs> Say, I've dealt with her. Don't worry. She will be quiet from today. <laughs> it's not a competition. Why are you both in a relationship? If the intention is to hurt each other, 
That's the last part of that point. You're not in competition. Why would you enter a relationship with a guy only to hurt him or only to hurt her? I've seen people that dated, I have a cousin that was, that a guy dated her and engaged and all. And although a traditional marriage, he didn't come. Then we found out that he rented the elders he brought in this life. Oh. Somebody who said men there, who said men? I heard men. If I tell you the one way men have done, you won't believe it. Women. <laughs> men. Since we're trying to balance it. Women. I have a friend that married for one week. True story. He's an entertainer. Some of you might even know him. True st- one week. The guy got married on Saturday. Monday was the first time they had sex. Wednesday they quarreled. Friday she moved out. Saturday she came back and packed it. She got bodyguards. They held the guy at a corner like this and emptied the house. And she said, if my husband moves, beat him. One week of marriage. People think, because we're laughing and playing, thinking what I'm saying is, is, is child's play. That was reality check for you people. One week. The guy ran, went to Abiyokuta, went to just go and lie down. Ryoki, no Ryoki, where they go to pray? <laughs> Wanted to die. He said, what will he tell people? One week. What, how, would you, how, would you, how would you explain it? He says, it's better she did not agree. Than to agree and then one week, seven days. What are you going to do with that? Some people think you're still on honeymoon when they see you. Hey, so guy, how far? I say, my brother, it is over. The way. <laughs> that guy went into gross deep because there's an assumption that because a man is quiet, he doesn't have emotions. Men internalize emotions. It doesn't mean it's healthy for them, but they do it. Because he's trying to keep the atmosphere calm. So he's internalizing a lot of hurt, a lot of disappointments, a lot of... He's struggling to, to always put up an appearance of strength for her so that she has someone to always run to. But to not acknowledge that he has emotions is the real wickedness. Because then you would just milk and ride that horse until he dies. And then when he dies, when the man switches off, it's not an emotional thing. It's an efficiency thing. He needs to focus on life. And this has become obviously a distraction. So he'll be in that house and he'll never be with you. He'll just come in, clean the dress, clean, hang his clothes, eat, sleep. You want to talk, he'll be nodding. No. He puts money out. He's, he's not interested again. I deal with this on a weekly basis. There are people that have been married for nine years. There's a couple that came nine years. They've not had sex again. They've, not, they've been married for more than that. But in the past nine years, they've not had sex. Nine years. And he's in that house with her. Is that, is he wickedness? Is it, wait, is it, is he wickedness? That is not wickedness. So wickedness doesn't do justice to that action. It's dark, oh. That's, that's clandestine. That's evil. After that, it's Luciferian. <laughs> it's, now, what makes it even sick is he touches himself beside her, right? And then on the floor, and then he instructs her in the morning when he's going to work and tells her to mop it before he comes back. So, the day she didn't do it, that was the day she got the first WWE <laughs> Summer Slam induction. Did it. <laughs> so what I'm saying is not 
don't go into comp- it's not worth it. How can you be competing with your guy? It, there was a lady that I met or, and I knew that had a house, six flats. The house they were, the house they were living in, the flat they were living in, the whole house was hers. The husband never knew. For years, until they increased rent like two or three times. Then the husband wanted to speak, speak to the, age, the agent, told the agent to want to see the owner of the house. And the agent kept dodging and dodging. Then he hid and found him and got her number. And he dialed it and it was his wife that picked it. The wife would rub his belly and say, honey, pay it. Don't worry. Pay it. <laughs> she, owned, she owned the flat. She owned the six flats that they were living in. She owned the house that she and her husband rented. So the husband thought they rented it. She doesn't know. He doesn't know. He, she rented the house to him. <laughs> no. Ah, it's business. It's best keep it. It's business. It's business. I'm done. Last one. Last one. There's no time. My time is fast spent. Last one. Without communication, every marriage will wither and eventually die. You must talk about everything, no matter how uncomfortable it might seem or it might feel. You must talk about everything. Don't leave anything to assumptions. Or don't leave that she should know or he should. Don't assume anything. You'll be shocked at what your assumptions are versus what she was thinking or what he was thinking. You know, I just, I just assumed that you would have liked it. Why didn't you ask me? I didn't need to. I thought you, were, you thought what? You see, this, this is your thinking. This is your thinking. This relationship is too. How can, how can you be? How can you only you be thinking for us? Talk about literally everything. Don't leave any negative emotion inside. Talk about everything. Some months, some months ago, maybe last year, um, there was this friend that, sent me, that used to send me WhatsApp messages, an entertainer, a female entertainer, and she used to send me messages. <laughs> and at some point in the conversations, apparently I didn't know, I leave my phone for my wife to So she had seen the messages and then just closed it, but I just, I just shut down. So I didn't even know. You know, so I just noticed that she was just quiet in the house. Just always very moody. I mean, I'm still forming man of God, you know. After service, I'm saying, ah, the service was late. She just said, yeah, it was late, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know what was going on. So one day, she cooked. My wife is wiser. That woman, God bless her for me. She cooked one of those meals I cannot resist. You know, got into, when you marry, you have to learn these things, oh. She looked irresistible, literally. So she was just around the house, running around, you know. <laughs> just, I ate correct, saw correct, was incorrect. And then after the, after the whole thing finished, after the whole ministration, she just, while I was still living in the euphoria, said, God, hey, thank you, you are a faithful God. She just picked the phone, opened the chat. And then just waited for me to come by and I just turn. He said, what is this? Tell me the truth. Take, what is this? Tell me the truth. What is this? Tell me the truth. You know, you know, in all that high. <laughs> Tell me the truth. So I saw it. I said, my wife, there's nothing. You know she's... And that's, that's what I'm saying. You are very liberal. So, these people are always... You, are, you think you can help everybody. You know? You see this message. As this message has reached like this. It's almost point of no return. 
If you do not disassociate yourself, you get yourself in serious trouble. And I said, there's nothing. She said, I believe you. Then hugged me. The following week I came. I went out on Saturday and came back. And the young lady was in the house. She had invited her for lunch. <laughs> she said, there's nothing now. So, so got her around the house, play with the kids. There's nothing. Try anything. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's a good place to stop. Were you blessed? There's no time. Eh? Did you learn any marriage essential? <laughs> We're going to pray. I want to ask, I want to ask that um, in the next three, five minutes, we're going to be done. I want to pray for those of you who are married and not, and those that are not married. That the grace of God to live excellently as a husband, as a wife will come upon you. That Satan will not rob us of good Christian godly homes. That girls should stop wanting the office of women. You have to step up. That boys should stop wanting the office of husbands. That once you say I want to marry, you have better shut out distractions. Focus on what is truly important. Some ladies want to be girls and then be wives. Friend, you will spoil something. You still want to be a girl. And then you want the office of a wife. It's a conflict and a contradiction. You're supposed to become a mother. You're supposed to become gracious in your heart. You're supposed to step up to duties. Step up to responsibility. But you want to be a girl. But you still want the title of top dog. Something is wrong with you. You've not understood that once you say you are married... The game has changed. The game has changed completely. He's either God of all or not God at all. It's the same thing. Some girls say, I want to marry, I want to marry. But if you ask them, what, what do you want? When they finish listing, you'll be wondering when he'll be born. Because they don't want a man. They want a picture. They want some some ridiculous don't you know it's your place to turn that boy into a man you don't know you want to be part of his acquisition my car, my house, my money, my wife my, don't you know that's what will happen I want boy that is money is smelling my sister you will be tired Smell, money that is smelling you will be part of the thing that is smelling you don't know I didn't say she don't have money I'm saying focus, look for life, look for character some people are so shallow. He's tall. You don't know that means that he has a long slap reach. <laughs> that means you can't escape it. After saying rubbish, I want to run. Take it. Take it. <laughs> He's tall. I am the center of my universe. Anybody fatter than me is too fat. Anybody thinner than me is too thin. Anybody taller than me is too tall. Anybody shorter than me God, that's my wife. She knows. I am exactly the man that God gave her. I'm not ashamed. I do not try to be anybody else. You know why? Once envy is once once envy is removed, purpose becomes clearer. Once I know I'm not you, I stop trying to be you. Maybe I understand that I'm not you. A lot of us are trying to be things we see in magazines, in novels, in books. And as long as you are not them, you will never be them. 
Some people want to be drawings. They don't want to eat again. Say, no, I want to be fit. I want to be fit. What if the man that God has brought for you wants you to be good to hold and to behold? I want to be 50 kg. So that a strong breeze blows. I want a man that has muzzle. Do they eat muzzle? Do they give a word for muzzle? See, you must, it has to be, you have to be built. Let me not tell you the side effects of those things. Men, we'll discuss it later. You want to, I want muzzle. Did they, did they give a word for muzzle? At the end of the year, did they call him and say, you are the most muscular husband in Africa? Take. <laughs> See, look for, sub- do you understand what I'm saying? Look for substance in a man. Stop fooling around. Look for a man, look for a woman. Say, no, I cannot do. If she's not, it's not, if she's not yellow to pieces, I don't, she has to be 60 watts. <laughs> she has to be shiny yellow. Shiny. One year without a car and a bad accommodation, she'll be black. You don't know. One year without a car and some really bad accommodation choices. She'll be black. And then, are you not going to return her? Are you not going to say, oh no, you are no longer the picture I see. I'm, that, I'm exactly what you see. You ask for it. You start to go and change the world. You better deal with me like this. You know, you say, come with me. Take me, love me. You now go somewhere. You now go and finish. You now see six foot ladies. You know, and they all look very, then you now come home and be angry. Say, honey, see, we have to plan to be going now together that uh, if you see what people are doing on the earth <laughs> wickedness in high places <laughs> then she will not be under performance pressure for the rest of her life by trying too hard can we just focus on productivity my husband what do you need to be a more efficient man what are the things you truly need to be a more efficient man a, one of our elder, one of our deacons went somewhere with a friend and his wife is a permanent secretary for some parastasal. So she's a big girl. She just heard that they were coming back. She took time off work and went back to the house. So when they came, she had moved her jacket, folded her sleeve. She had bought warm water for them to, she hung her towel on her shoulder and told them that she gave them water to wash and they gave her husband, see my king, sat beside him on rubbing his shoulder, see my king. And you're back, welcome, welcome. My king's friend, welcome. The man wanted to go mad. Called, went outside and called his wife. Say, you're a wicked woman. Say, you are wicked. Come and see wife. Money, looks, love. Say, you are a wicked woman. You don't do any work yet. My blood, you want to eat, kill it. You want to kill me. See somebody that is working. She has odd Lizzo. Big girl. Came back, arranged everything. Said, I need to run, guys. Hug that husband. So I'll see you in the night. The other man was just there. Because he will soon get home. Before he gets home, they'll send him texts. I hope you are looking at your time when you go out. When you go out, I hope you are looking at. I'm done. Rise to your feet. <laughs> Why? 
This concludes this message. Thank you for listening and for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.